Star Wars 7x7 episode 1450 today. The planets of Solo, a Star Wars story. We're going to run them down and compare to our planetary journeys in previous Star Wars movies. Punch it, Chewy. I'm Amy Rackwith with Lattes with Leia, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So, as with many Larry Kasdan movies, the events of Solo A Star Wars Story take place at a rather breakneck pace, and we actually arrive on six different planets in the course of Solo A Star Wars Story. Now, as to where that compares to other Star Wars movies, well, uh, I'm going to create a bit of a delineation and that delineation is going to involve the fact that in Revenge of the Sith we get a montage during Order 66 where we see a bunch of different planets but we don't really spend time on them there's not a lot of actual action that happens on those event on those planets or you know actual plot stuff that goes on and so not really going to count that and then the same goes for the celebration at the end of Return of the Jedi in the special edition version where we see a lot of different planets depicted there again another montage situation so we're not going to count that either and when you put it in that perspective, it turns out that Solo is one of the movies where we visit the most planets of any Star Wars movie. The early movies were rather small in terms of the number of planets that we got to see. Really only three, and actually technically only two in the original Star Wars, Tatooine and Yavin 4. I mean, yeah, we got a brief look at Alderaan before, Kablooey, but we didn't actually go on to Alderaan or anything like that. So, you know, that's unfortunate to say the least. And it was, you know, three in Empire with Bespin, Dagobah, and Hoth. And it was, oh gosh, uh, yeah, another three in Return of the Jedi, Dagobah and Tatooine again and Endor. And I think of the prequel movies, Revenge of the Sith comes the closest to where Solo A Star Wars Story is. I think you can kind of make an argument for it tying Solo A Star Wars Story in a sense because the final planet that we see in Revenge of the Sith is Tatooine. Not much happens there, but it is a significant scene. And it's the same way with Solo A Star Wars Story where the last planet that we see is, you know, it's not actually named and that's another thing we'll be coming to in a second, but, you know, even though we don't spend a lot of time there, it's still a significant scene. Anyway, there are a half dozen that we see in Revenge of the Sith, and there are a half dozen we see in Solo, a Star Wars story. In Solo, we could see Corellia for the first time depicted anywhere visually on screen. It didn't show up in cartoons, and it didn't, you know, it was just in books, but this is the first time we actually get to see Corellia visually depicted. Same for Minban, and Minban had only, of course, been famously depicted in the Splinter of a the Mind's Eye novel, the very first expanded universe slash legends novel. Like that was where we first heard of the planet and now we get to see it in <laughs> the flesh for the first time. Then we kick over to Vandor, which is the snow planet where the Conveyx train heist happens. And it was actually referred to as Vandor 1, Vandor-1 on a Topps trading card prior to the release of the movie, just simply known as Vandor for our intents and purposes. 
Then, of course, we get Kessel, which we discussed on an earlier episode of the podcast this week, where, or maybe it was last week, where it was the first time that Kessel had been depicted in live action. It had been depicted in cartoon form in Star Wars Rebels a couple of years ago. And then we kick over to Savarine, and that had only been mentioned as part of a type of card game or a type of a game of chance, Savarine Wisp, but we hadn't seen that planet. It was a brand new addition to Star Wars. And then we have this last jungle planet. This is our sixth planet in Solo A Star Wars Story, which is still currently unnamed. I shot a note out to Leland Chi, who is the holocron keeper at Lucasfilm, to ask him for a potential name of it. A few days later, there's been no response, unfortunately. And, you know, they've had <laughs> their own things going on there, naturally. But there is the possibility, based on the Solo A Star Wars Story official guide, that it is Numidian Prime, which is a name that we have not been given before, but it appeared in the galactic map that shows up in the Star Wars, uh, Solo A Star Wars Story official guide. And there is a picture of Lando in the outfit that he's wearing on that jungle planet holding a handful of Sabacc cards. And the caption on it says that he's holding a winning hand using Numidian Prime rules. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be on Numidian Prime to be playing a Hand of Sabacc and playing Numidian Prime rules, but, you know, there's certainly enough evidence to get us wondering in that direction. So right now, operating theory, maybe just maybe it's Numidian Prime. That's the name of the jungle planet in the end of Solo, A Star Wars Story, but not confirmed as of yet. But in case you're wondering, the title for the Star Wars movie that has shown the most locations and actually had the most action happening, most locations where there was a significant plot situation happening, that would be Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, where we have eight planets involved, including, here we go, I'm going to try and do it right off the top of my head, Lamu in the beginning, we have Edu, where they have the raid on the facility that gets Galen Erso killed. Scarif, of course, Jetta, Wobani, where Jin Erso was being held before she had to be broken out of prison. The Ring of Kafrain, where uh, Cassian heard about the whole planet killer situation. Yavin 4, of course. And Mustafar, where we get to see Darth Vader do his dad joke thing. You know, the don't choke on your ambitions, credit <laughs> business. Ah, uh, it was good fun. All right, so there you have it, the rundown of planets in Solo, A Star Wars Story, and how it compares to the globetrotting that's done in other Star Wars movies. And I'm going to take a quick break and come back with Last Jedi Trivia for you. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. No sponsor on this episode today, so I just have a favor to ask instead. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do, so please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you.
Welcome back. So last time I asked you on Princess Leia's battle display, General Leia's battle display, if you will, how many A-wings were indicated as having survived the engagement at Dakar? And the answer is three. Today's question for you, in line with the whole planets thing, how many planets do we visit in The Last Jedi? And thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go jumping out skyscraper windows, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a shapeshifter, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.